listeners, it's Melissa Rose, Angela from Sleepaway Camp, and you're listening to the five weeks of fright. So strap in, turn out the lights, and get ready for a gory good time here on the Redcast. Oh yeah, and meet me at the waterfront after the social. Count Yuli, welcome to the first week of this year's Five Weeks of Fright. This week... Sorry, listeners. I'm a little distracted. I'm expecting my cousin Romeo. I keep looking out the window to see if he's coming. If I can see him approaching, I can shut off all the lights and make it seem like I'm not here. It is almost dark outside, and I haven't... What the... What is all this red smoke? Where is it coming from? What what does that smell? Is it cologne? It smells very terrible. It's choking the life out of me. Hello, cousin. Uh, what? Cousin Romeo? When? What? How did you get in here? Oh, cuz. We're vampires, remember? We can float through things, slip in and out, undetected. Whatever you say, I always use the door or window. I don't think I will test that theory though. I learned last year that apparently I'm not equipped with all the skills a vampire should have. Oh, you mean like, in the bedroom? What? I'm kidding, little cousin. Hey, I hear you haven't dropped that accent yet. Dropped? It is not the baby teeth. This is how we talk. Anyway, why are you really here, Romeo? Didn't you get my mom's letter? Yes, I did. But I figured maybe she forgot what year it was and meant to send it in 1873. Oh, Yuli. Always the funny guy. Everybody always laughing at you. Huh? No, come on, Yuli. Can't a guy come see family? I just want to see if you were doing well. Yes, here I am. You see me. Doing just fine. Goodbye now. Well, wait a minute, little cousin. That's another thing. We are both over 300 years old, so I think that statute of limitations on the little part is moot. Well, like the letter said, I'm in town for the Cool Hunks Jamboree. Ever heard of it? I can't say that I have. Well, it's a gathering of all the cool dudes and beefcakes from around the world, and we just do cool things like a kissing booth. With each other? Ha! Oh, Yuli, there's that humor again. No, we have the booth set up for lucky ladies. They give each one of us a kiss, then rate who was the best. I can't even begin to tell you how irresponsible that is, especially considering what has been happening in the world for most of this year. (laughs) It's all good, cousin. What a flippant response. Romeo, 
If I'm being honest, I'm not really interested in knowing what goes on at your festival. You're family and I'm okay with housing you for the next... month. But I want to let you know that I have favors and responsibilities I must take care of during this month in particular. I hear you, Yuli. Like what? Well, if you must know, I have some friends who have asked me to do spooky, scary introductions for a show they do. Oh yeah? Where are these guys? Uh, upstairs? Downstairs? They're not here. What type of show? Like uh, a radio show? Kind of. Listen, Romeo. Ha! <laughs> Everyone always said you had a face for radio. Yeah, okay. Wait, what? That's cool though, cuz. Don't let me stop you. If you want any help at all with it, let me know. No! Sorry. No. That is okay. Thank you, but I have it covered. Alright. Well, I'm just gonna put my stuff in my room. Wait! Just stay at the top of the steps. Don't go into anywhere yet. <sighs> I have my work cut out for me this month. But back to you, my fine friends. This week, the guys welcome Dave Little back to the show. The trio give a summer send-off as they navigate the twists and turns of the Summer Camp Slaughterfest Sleepaway Camp. Stay tuned, listeners. The Radcast will be right back. Eat shit and die, Ricky! Eat shit and live, Bill. Yeah, Bill, go little This is the episode you've been waiting for since, like... This is the episode you've been... Yeah, you... June. Yeah. No, like, like earlier than that. Like, yeah. the beginning of... Like, the end of last year. Yeah. Like, I remember... It was funny, because, like, you just randomly were like, Oh, have you... Have you I'm not going to go into your voice. <laughs> I usually will go into your voice. <laughs> Uh, Steve, uh, Steven, you're really talented. Is that uh, how uh, you, I like working with. Yeah, yeah, I like working with talented people. Um, but uh, but uh, um, but you you came and you're like you know have you guys seen the movie Sleepaway Camp? And we're like yeah, like we we we're like we've seen the sequels more, but I saw the uh, sequels first. Yeah. And then um, obviously I knew about then, like the ending. Yeah, and yeah. then you suggested we do an episode. I'm like, yeah, that'd be awesome. And it was like December of last year. I was like, uh, we'll have to wait till next five weeks of fright. Yeah. You know um, what got me to Sleepaway Camp was WatchMojo.com. Yeah, they had the like ah, I don't want to say yeah. what list I saw, but Sleepaway Camp is featured in a lot of their uh, a lot of their episodes. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it, well, it's a um. Hi everybody! <laughs> Welcome back into the Radcast. Um, I hope you enjoyed the introduction of uh, 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 I almost said our new friend, but uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know how we feel about Romeo yet. Yeah, we'll see. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Also, um, but uh, I think uh, I know what you're going to say. Know yes. Gonna say. Um, uh, yes, this is the Radcast. But for this week in particular, if you heard right at the top there, our new friend Felissa Rose um, mm, yes. was cool enough. To do a cameo movie scream queen. Yes, sweetheart. Yes, really, really sweet woman. She was so cool enough uh, via the cameo app to do a cameo for us. That's what that was at the beginning of this episode. Um, And also, according to her, because she was so excellent, what she did. Uh, this week, this is the Red Cast. Welcome to the Red. Welcome to the Red Cast. Five weeks of fright, week one. Yes, and that beautiful cameo. 
was delivered by Felissa Rose, but it was paid for and initiated by our good friend and guest today, Mr. Dave, Dave Little. Dave Little is back. Newly engaged. I Dave don't, Little. I don't want to meet her at the, at the, uh, the, the waterfront. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't well, want to. The invitation's uh, out there. She extended yeah. it. You, you know, like it. most invitations I go to, but th- this is not. This is yeah. not. This is not an invitation I would take. <laughs> yes. Well, no. that's good because we want you for this episode. We but, don't want you. Dying. But I love Felissa Rose because, like, anytime you see her in like any occasion, like conventions or whatever, she's always got a smile on her face. Yeah. She's always. Oh, yeah. She's just such a sweet human being. Unlike she, other actors and actresses, mm-hmm. like this role is not beneath her. She yeah. Re- like we watched a sleepaway camp documentary, and she readily admit or readily like puts out there that this movie gave her her life as it is mm-hmm. now. Like, yeah. it opened up more movie roles. Like, it gave her this notoriety. Yeah, for sure. So, if she ever listens to this, yes. Felissa Rose, thank you, thank you, thank you, so, you much. so much for just, mm-hmm. yeah, for, for helping kick off week one of Five Weeks of Fright in such a cool, cool way. Like Matt said, Dave Little is here. We are talking the 80s. B, I don't know if it'd be cult classic slasher it's movie. definitely a cult classic. Yeah, Sleepaway Camp. Yeah. And uh, and Dave just made a motion to Matt um, that you, of course, didn't see. But for those of you listening who have seen the movie, you know there's a huge twist yeah. at the end. For those of you listening who haven't seen the movie, there's a huge twist at the end, which we won't drop just yet. We'll kind of dance around it. Yeah. But I will say, before we get into boilerplate stuff and we'll dive more dive deeper into this as we get into it, um, when you know the twist, when you watch it more times, you start yeah. to appreciate how they build to it yeah. and how they kind of pl- start planting the seeds in the, in the, in the viewer's head of like, what's like, what's going on that like, you don't realize you're watching. Exactly. Like, if you don't know what it is, like, is like you said, you, when you go back and watch it, you're like, oh, that's great. They built that here. They made you think this mm-hmm. and this whole time they're stringing you along with this, but really they dropped this on you. And yeah. like, oh my God, like I can't believe. But uh, I mentioned that, um, so Dave was on our little Giants episode, yes, which is still the most downloaded like, episode of the yeah, Radcast last, ever. Last um, yeah. May. Yeah. Like, so yeah. It's, it, it was June. It was right before yeah. my birthday. Yes, exactly. Right before uh, but, um, Dave's birthday. So it's been a long time coming, getting you back on here. But um, Dave is... And our mom will take umbrage with this, but Dave is our biggest fan because... Yeah. Without a doubt, guys. <laughs> Without a doubt, listeners. Um, now, our mom, of course, has a leg up on him because yeah. um, she's our mother. Yeah. Uh, but Dave has listened to all of our episodes multiple times. I work 16-hour shifts. Yes, yeah, exactly. Dave is a hard so He's got a man. lot of time to listen yes. to the rap. So it's great for, for us, us because because of how much Dave appreciates what we do and how much encouragement he gives us. We just love having him on. Yeah, and speaking of mom and working today, like on the way to work, I was like, it's so sad that like in every job mom has had, I don't fully know what it actually was what, what do you do and so i texted her and she like gave me this description she's like what's with the third degree man <laughs> <laughs> i was like i just i explained the situation she's like oh okay but yeah i do da 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 and also i'm super mom <laughs> <laughs> i'm like what a dork <laughs> so it sounds like you're neck and neck with our mom but yeah. dave thank you uh for being back again it was a long time coming sorry for the wait man oh, uh we'd so be good. he's gonna be on more but we'd be remiss a like I said, he's engaged. Yes. And B, joining us, not on mic, but in the room with us, is his lovely fiance, Stephanie, Stephanie Von Arks. Yeah. Who also, if you listen to our Q&A part two episode, she, she submitted sh- a few questions. Yes. Yeah, so, so Stephanie's here. 
take doing she keeps holding up her phone in our direction so i don't know what she's doing but i expect many a down votes on reddit somewhere <laughs> yeah um, i mean like up votes yes but we're 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 geeks oh, so right yeah they exactly. don't like geeks on reddit not on so the internet say hi to the listener stephanie they could probably they could probably pick it. These are these are good mics. What a what a great oh, yeah. podcast voice. Um, <laughs> we're gonna have to have oh, you yeah. on at some point. Yeah. So sleepaway camp. Dave, well, my, you, you, my favorite slasher. Yes. Yes. I was gonna say you you know how these radcast rentals yeah. go. I'm gonna give some you know ins and outs of some of the um, well uh, some of like the the basic stuff. So sleepaway camp released November 18th, 1983, directed by Robert Hilzik. Starring Felissa Rose, who we mentioned before, she's the main our new character. Friend. Our new friend, Felissa Rose, who is Angela. Friend of the Red um, Cast. Jonathan Tiersten, who plays her cousin Ricky. Ricky. Karen Fields, who plays Judy, one of the bad girls. Uh, Mike Kellen, who plays uh, Dean Mel. Uh, Christopher Collette, who plays Paul. Paul D'Angelo, who plays Ronnie. Yeah. And Catherine Cam, uh, Camhe, who plays Meg. She's on All My Children. Mom, yeah. how, do you, how do you say that name? Desiree uh, Gould. Desiree Gould played Aunt Martha, Martha. and then an appearance by Robert Earl Jones, who, Mm -hmm. as soon as he opens your mouth, you're like, yeah, that's James Earl Jones' dad. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, But uh, it had a $350,000 budget, and it made $11 million in the box office. That's crazy. It tripled its uh, its budget. Yeah, so so I'd say, so it's funny, because on like a regular movie, because a lot of, I say regular movie, like this isn't a regular movie, but on like a big budget movie or something that has a bigger budget than that, $11 million is like a loss. But if you have a $350,000 budget, because this is a low budget movie. for nothing. Yeah. Um, Like even um, the director, Robert uh, Hiltzik, would say like horror movies are the cheapest to make. Yeah, they're the cheapest to make. He's like, this is, we can use one location. Yeah, exactly. And use family and friends like extras. Yeah, and um, what's great though, and we can, whether we get back to this aspect or not, I think since it's a slasher movie, a lot of it, a lot of slashers, since they're cheap to make, ride a lot on the special effects. And I think the quality of the special effects on the kills are like, Really, really like kind of grotesque oh, and yeah. like really gnarly. That is one thing. Even like low budget B rated horror movies, mm-hmm. they always seem to pull out like these top notch special effects yeah. artists who are like it almost seems like the only work they're getting are eighty slasher yeah, movies. Because the merits these eighty slasher movies go off of are the violence and yeah. the gore. Yep. Dave, you mentioned you're not you're not a huge you're not really a horror hound. You wouldn't call yourself a horror hound, would you? It depends. I, I like slasher films. Like yeah. Wes Craven, Scream, yeah. all that stuff. That's yeah. cool. But demon stuff and stuff like yeah, that yeah. ghosts jump scares that kind of stuff not my style slashers yeah. have a certain like um i guess template to them yeah that i like that i find appealing mm-hmm. as far as like character tropes and stuff yeah. like that especially like 80s 80s slasher 80s slasher movies but not only 80s slasher movies but like sequels to 80s yeah. slasher movies like they're the more outlandish they're they just get. fun they re- they rant they Put out a first one. This one is definitely a test the waters type movie. First Friday the 13th was a test the waters type movie. Yeah. But then as they see that the audience, there's an audience for it Mm -hmm. and just the audience growing in general, especially in the eighties, they ramp everything up. Like, uh, and it's fun just to watch and see like the fashions and these, the the tongue in cheek humor, all, uh, all of them like, so many all of them a lot of them in the 80s didn't take themselves too seriously they know they knew what they were doing so there was a lot of spots to put in humor whether it was whether it landed or didn't yeah Um, but i think sleepaway camp has some pretty funny moments both like 
intentionally but also like yeah. moments where like th- if this were done for comedy this could easily yeah. be a comedic oh, yeah. moment and we'll we'll dive more into some of those yeah. examples because there's some like background stuff yeah. and stuff like that yeah like um, uh ricky and um his friend's name but uh, paul ricky and paul oh, like yeah yeah, yeah. Um, mozart but uh, yeah, mozart. mozart um but dave you had mentioned um since you're you're a slasher guy and but you found out about it sleepaway camp from watch mojo was that the only time you ever saw it or were like you going through like a no, video store when I, you were younger and you saw it no i uh i had no idea about this movie I, but it was number one on the list i won't say yet right but um Oh, I hear a dog barking. No, it's, it's, it's on the this, television. We have, we have some um, we have some ambient uh, Halloween sound effects going, just to set the mood. Yeah, Sleepaway Camp. I remember talking to you guys about it. I was so unsettled by the twist. Yeah, yeah. but I remember talking to you guys. We were at A and W uh, Root Beer Place. Oh yeah, yeah, like the restaurant. Yeah, yeah. And that I was, was like that was a long time. I was like, have you guys seen Sleepaway Camp? And you're like, yeah, yeah, it's a fun slasher. I haven't even seen it yet. And I went and I saw Amazon. You can watch it on there. Uh Not not anymore. The last time, well, you can, but you you have ads. But you can watch it on YouTube in its entirety. Yeah. Yeah. If if you guys plan on wanting to watch it. But the the thing that I loved about it was that the setting in the uh, summer camp. I yeah. wish I went to a summer camp like that. I was gonna ask you if you'd been to summer Aside camp. From I've never been to a sleepaway camp. Yeah. No, I yeah. I think it would have been cool to to you know mm-hmm. do something like yeah. that. But what's uh, what's cool is summer camp. Uh, Robert Hiltzik said he wanted to do summer camp because a the years he enjoyed going to summer camp. Um, but also there's a wide variety of things you can cover at a summer camp yeah. when you do a movie, not just like slasher movies. Cause there's a number of slasher movies yeah. that take place at summer camp, but, but also like just meatballs, like meatballs, heavyweights later in the nineties, heavyweights. Heavyweights got a few influence from this movie. Did really? it really? Yeah. Oh, the oh the the uh, the the part with uh, the census part with like Mo- with Mozart. With, like, oh yeah 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 yeah. It's a couple things from Mozart. Yeah. And uh, the well the the mind over matter, mind, which yeah, is mind also the matter, ultimate sit up or whatever. Softball, yeah. um, but this uh, Robert Hiltzik said you can cover so much ground at a summer camp with so much variety of things to do because there's a lot to do, um, and also there's creative ways if you're doing a horror movie. There's more creative ways that you can like. You have a lot of people. tools at your disposal. Yeah, exactly. And plus, it's so like summer camp is relatable to most people. At least most. If you're listening yeah. to it in another country, I don't know. In other countries, excuse our ignorance here. I I'm not sure if they have sleepaway camps or summer camps the way they do in America. But a lot of American kids grew up yeah. going to summer camp. So you you have well, that it was relatab- a safe haven, like an yeah. escape from like a like a welcome escape from. Right. from yeah. real life or you know that's stuff. right you have you have at the beginning you have the juxtaposition of this really ominous and looming score um yeah. from the composer mixed yeah. in with like they're showing all these like spots where things could happen and it's like the like basketball courts and mess halls stuff like that and there's like voices um going but there's this ominous score so it's like so Which I'm the, a sucker for fall imagery too. Yeah, and it's overcast and the leaves are like. I mean, it's not supposed this, to be the fall, right? This this beautiful red and orange it's like foliage, northeast. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah. like, yeah, they probably have an earlier fall. And yeah. then also, it, but they it, also filmed in the fall. Yeah, Camp oh, Camp yeah. Arawak, where it takes place, uh, is an actual was an operating summer camp, and they had to wait for camp yeah. to close up for them to start filming. So it was more September. So 
there are spots where you can see people's breath and like you really kind of feel for there's a skinny dipping scene and you yeah. feel bad for the guys in there because they're like they're skinny dipping and probably freezing water and everything like yeah. that which some of the only nudity in this movie is <laughs> pale men's butts yeah which yeah. um thank come you. on now. thank you sleepaway camp <laughs> yeah. thank you sleepaway camp um but so you didn't go to you didn't go to summer camp. You didn't grow up watching this movie. Why the hell are we having you on? <laughs> Why are we having this on? That's, I love this movie. See, yeah, that, I can talk about I, this movie forever. That's then what let's, I, that's let's what do I it. like because yeah. that's why it was it felt so random to me coming from you asking to do an episode about sleepaway camp because we're like really like yeah. oh like okay but well, like yeah. what, you mean pig's tail <laughs> <laughs> you mean you mean pig's tail what, okay. a, what about it yeah well the the uh it's a fun slasher film the the camp itself it is cool like the characters of the, sh- it's the movie true. yeah yeah i could tell i have a bunch of favorite characters in there but billy is my favorite character that's the one with the blue adidas yeah, the get, bad guy. He, he was yeah, one of the one antagonists, of the, the older guys, and he was like, eat he shit, was, Ricky. Eat, eat, eat shit and eat shit and die, Ricky. Eat shit and live, Bill. Best That's line. Dave's favorite line. <laughs> well, my first favorite line is um, when Paul, the guy that she's interested in, yeah, comes up behind she her. Being Angela, Felissa Rose. Yeah, Felissa yeah. Rose comes up behind her, and then Felissa Rose, aka Angela, <clears throat> was like. Oh, he's like, guess who? And he, she's like, uh, Ricky. And she's, he's like, guess again. Uh, Burt Reynolds. <laughs> the Bert way she Reynolds. says it, yeah, it's, it's very like sweet. Adorable. And, yeah. yeah. And then she's, and then he's like, nope. And he's like, uh, I don't know. And then he, he reveals himself and she's like, who are you? I love that. That yeah. is so adorable. It's so, it's so, it's adorable and it's innocent it's like, because, because, it's like puppy love. But yeah, because yeah. Angela, yeah. Felissa Rose's character, is this like doe-eyed, like really, you like she looks, she's a scared puppy. She until like she scared, met Paul. Until yeah. Paul started talking. Yeah, exactly. Like she doesn't say, the first 15 minutes of the movie, 20 minutes of the movie, she doesn't say anything. Well, and that's, and we'll say to the listener, that's, you know, kind of going back, we'll, that is because of this trauma she experienced early on yeah. in life. Like the movie opens up and they're on the water. Mm-hmm. Like they being like Angela is a little girl um, who is her, her twin brother mm-hmm. who's with her and then their dad. So they're yeah. on the water in a boat at what looks like to be Camp Arawak, I think. It was. It was yeah. camp. And, it was the camp. And they're just like playing around, splashing around. And meanwhile, you've got two like teens that are driving a speedboat with another camper kind of uh, water skiing behind mm-hmm. them. And so you have this dialogue with them. They're like, come on, let me drive the boat. And he's like, nah, nah. It's like, you, you can't drive the boat or yeah. whatever. And and you've cut back to Paul and Angela and they're playing and the dad, they're kind of goofing off. Yeah. And then the two converge because the teens are being reckless yeah. and they're be they can't see you know that these that these three individuals are ahead of them on the water. Stupid, because yeah, the skier exactly. the yeah. skier sees everything, but they're yeah. the boat's obviously in front of She's them. She's like, and- "There's a boat." She's like, "What's she <laughs> saying? What? What's going yeah. on?" And so like they're like, "Oh man!" He's like, "Turn the wheel!" And then in an attempt to get up and turn the wheel, he like sets the he floors the accelerator. Yeah. And so basically, it like it runs over. Um, it runs over Angela's dad, Angela's dad yeah. and Angela's brother. Yeah. So she's got this trauma immediately. Mm-hmm. So she goes to live with her aunt Martha, Angela and Ricky are cousins. Right. So she goes right. to live with the, her aunt Martha. And so as she's introduced, you can tell she's just very, 
Steven said doe-eyed, stoic, traumatized yeah. individual. Yeah, like yeah. a shaky, scared puppy. Yeah, she exactly. Might be, she might be messed up from the accident, but I think she's more messed up by her crazo stepmom. Yeah, yeah. Or from her, her, her aunt, new aunt Martha. Who, aunt Martha. Yeah, aunt is. Martha. Looks like, who looks like uh, one of those 80s Pee Wee Herman like pull string dolls. Yeah. But, she is an elevator that doesn't go all the way to the penthouse. Yeah, yeah exactly. It, it, Very that's good. That's a great way to put it. I, I said... In the context of this 80s movie, she feels like she's a person out of time. Just because yeah. with the way, like, overacting, oh, Angela. Yeah. It's like, it's like hmm, maybe I don't know that. <laughs> like, just kind of the way she articulates things. Yeah, and she's not she, mi- she reminds me of, like, a three st- one of the female characters in Three Stooges sound, or sound something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, sound, Very over-eccentric. Yeah. yeah. But like, when Desiree Gould read her script, she's like, yeah, she's what's, like, what's she's like, the, these lines the are so slanted. Ridiculous lines. Yeah. And, and then she, she made them work. She yeah. played it, like, because, like, it's she, almost in it herself because of how, like, how like just not all there she is just yeah. just the just the way the character is it's almost just she's in, a doctor it's kind of enjoyable but, to watch because of just how like out there she is you is, saw her big they, they, at the beginning when they introduce her they have this really really beautiful house yeah. it's real big house she she must be a doctor but there is uh, theories that she's not actually a yeah, doctor yeah quote unquote right. a but, doctor uh, at the beginning the first 7 minutes of the film there's a guy uh, that tells John the dad. Yeah. <laughs> Which that that's a funny John. part, by the way. I gotta mention this before. Yeah, I forget. yeah, yeah. Uh, when, I was, like, when they, as soon as they get killed, he's just like, oh, John. John. Yeah. And, then, and then they cut to them, and then it cuts back to him. He's like, he didn't run over to them or anything. Well, like and then that. The, the little girl whose water scene's like, oh my god, someone's gotta help him. Somebody help him. And nothing. And the teens are just sitting there looking out. And we were watching. What, I was like, do do? such a range of emotions. You yeah. just ramped a boat that was upside down. Which, what do you mean you didn't do? Yeah. What, what happened? Yeah, like, exactly. My, that is that is the, irritating. The, like yeah. the yeah the thing that cuts me. Where he's like. John, I was like, "That's your boyfriend, dude." Because yeah, we don't know that yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, that's not the twist. That's, <laughs> that no, that's not the twist. It, it's part of a twist. It, I it's guess. I mean, it's yeah, it's yeah. revealed that Angela yeah. and his dad had a gay lover, and yeah, yeah, like that. And that, this movie did a lot of things that like were taboo in the eighties. Yeah, they had a gay relationship. You know, like, wow, they yeah. had you know, it, it was. I I saw somebody say they like, had adults it, playing kids. It was. <laughs> No, that's that. no. It's, well, that that's that's no, that that's actually what, flipped. So yeah. it's it flipped the script, and that's how it was different too. Is because that's why going back to like the adorable exchange between Paul and Angela, and yeah. kind of the sweet nature of it, like it's actually kids and teenagers playing the campers. Yeah. So except, there's still kind of that sensibility. Except there. Bill looks like a camp counselor, but I was like, I was like, oh, the camp counselor's playing with them. I was like, oh no, he's a camper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, the at the beginning he's like. John, the doc is coming. We got to go. Yeah. yeah. And people are like, who? They're, they're, they don't know who the doc is. The doc is actually Aunt Martha. Aunt and Martha, then the kids yes. are like, ooh, is, is Aunt Martha Ricky coming? Is Ricky coming? Ricky yeah. coming? A lot of people, I was listening to a lot of other op podcasts right. with this. I don't know. Those guys from that show, uh, The League. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. How, how did how they make, funny guys? How did they make this movie? Mouth too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. Like Paul, how, Paul Schreier. How did this movie get made? Yeah, how, how did this get made? Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, I was listening to that, and a lot of them think that, like, I we're going to explain it. I'm going <laughs> to, if yeah. you guys listen. But we're, set, uh, we're setting the table right well, now. Well, like, yeah. I can tell you all those questions that you guys had, but he, uh, yeah, he mentioned, they mentioned, like, oh, is. That Ricky, Ricky's dad, that guy? No, he's not Ricky's dad yeah. because they say, um, 
as they're in the water, they're like, oh, do you think Ricky's going to come? And, his, and their dad said, no, he's spending the weekend with his father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, a lot of people think that that guy is Ricky's dad. He's right. not. Yeah, the first time I watched it, I was like that too. But I like how, plus, oh, the kid playing Paul, like the little boy the little Paul, kid. is actually the situation from Jersey Shore. That's his older brother. No way. Yeah. Oh, my Paul gosh. Sorrentino, I yeah, think. Yeah, the kids no sound like he'd grow up to Either be a way, dummy. That's yeah. crazy. Either way, these two kids Can have like- Can we go in the water? Have thick New York, we're talking like thick New York accents. like oh, Linda. Little kid. Yeah. 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 Like Linda yeah, Rich. No, not I thought Chris you said Collette. Paul. No, not. No. Well, there, there's the little. There Angela's, is a little boy. Angela's twin brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, their accents are so thick. I swear, it's like it's like oh, oh yeah. Barbara. It's like oh, welcome to Coffee well, Talk. I'm, I'm Linda, Linda Richmond. Rich. Yeah. Yeah. He said, can, can can we go to camp there too, Dad? I, I remember watching this. I was we were watching this the other night, and I was like, God, these kids are so New York. Like those act, God, those accents are thick. Mm-hmm. Can we get a deep dish pizza, Dad? Oh um, no, that's more Chicago. But anyway, right, yeah, they yeah. yeah. Can we um, go get a New York slice? The way they push their dad off the boat, guys, come on. <laughs> and he just like, Whoa! oh, <laughs> you rascals! What are you, what are you saying, oh Dave? You little he's not schemers! A, he's not a doting father. That is that <laughs> no, is playful. Yeah, he was a bad father for standing up on the boat. I said doting father. Doting, never mind, sorry. <laughs> what but yeah, that, we're just talking about the first seven minutes. Yeah, yeah. So first, <laughs> anyway. first, there's everything in the first seven minutes. Jar Jar shows up. He's the key to all this. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's like poetry, it rhymes. But uh, Robert Hiltzik, also, I really like the... So people, I think people shit on this movie like unjustly. Like they're like... Uh, it's like, oh, it doesn't hold up, blah, blah, blah. I, you know what? what do you like, mean it doesn't hold up. Other than a lot of slashers, it has that subtext of like taboo things yeah. and where the twist goes and everything. Um, but also, I really I liked the dialogue. I'd say the yeah. only person that like wasn't super convincing was Ronnie, like the yoked out like best head character. Yeah, but he's like, the best. He, he, he is the he best. He is the coolest, and he was super nice to Angela. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's this super. He's Maybe like, we'll hey, find you some ice cream. It's like, yeah, hey, Angela. He's, he's really he's really like New York, New Jersey. Yeah, he's, like, yeah. he's like really buff. He wears like super short shorts. At, mm-hmm. And one scene, I was like, this is underwear. He's wearing underwear yeah. right I, now. I didn't do my research, but uh. Somewhere I read that he was the influence for Ben Stiller and Heavyweights. Paul D'Angelo. I wouldn't be surprised. I could see that. This just just like appearance-wise. But he, he, Ronnie, we'll talk more about Ronnie, but he's yeah. the best character. But um, where was I going before I said that? Sorry, we were um, talking about no, 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 sub- taboo subtext. Okay, yeah, yeah. But also um, auditioning these kids, um, Felissa Rose, like not just her, but like the audition for the role of Angela was – Essentially, part of it were was whoever was auditioning. They had to have this thousand yard stare yeah. into nothing yeah. while eating Just a candy eat bar. Candy bar. Yeah. But, because one of the funniest parts is, and one of the parts that horror fans point to is just like whether they meant to make it funny or not. When uh, one of the like when the male bullies first start picking yeah. on Angela because she's been here a week by this time, she hasn't said a word. Yeah. She is. Everybody thinks she's crazy. Um, there's this shot over the shoulder of the bullies and then like they look over and then the camera tightens up on her and she's literally just like staring stiff, into like nothing. stiff as a board yeah. holding the candy bar in an awkward way just eating it with this again this thousand yard stare and it's just really funny because it's like whether they meant to make that funny or not like that's a good like 
point of comedy. Well, like, Wait, Felissa Rose was eating a candy bar? I don't remember. And, this. and when and like the first gathering at like the canteen and the uh, yeah. like in the gym or the yeah, mess yeah. hall, yeah. Um, right before right before Ricky comes in with a cowboy hat. That's, or yeah, that's one of my which, favorite parts. Which we oh. made this joke last night. I was like, if this were a comedy, I would write Ricky to be wearing like an oversized cowboy hat. Yeah, yeah. He and, didn't like, want to wear that hat. They actually, yeah, that, yeah. That's what I was he's getting like, at. He said, sorry, he said it was. Sorry. He said no, no, that's okay. He said it was like he's like it was heavy and I moved awkward. I was like, there's the oversized cat so it was kind of an oversized yeah. cowboy hat but uh the way kenny slapped it off his head like oh well, that, that's what i like though is yeah. i like the interactions but he like, hit him with, he hit him on the yeah. top of the head yeah. well, he yeah. actually hit him you can see his nose was bleeding but that's oh, what maybe? i like yeah. is our because you mentioned stuff about the dialogue i was like the, the dialogue is some of the best part like the, the when there's no killing going on or no trying to figure out who's doing all this killing a lot of the stuff feels like it it's real, like, like at, at camp. camp. Yeah. Like these, these feel like real people. I love the parts like of the, the dia- boys' dorm. Yeah, like the dialogue. Um, these kids screaming yeah. f bombs and this and that. Yeah, that. I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. Yes, those kids at that age did cuss a lot. Oh yeah, and definitely at those kind of camps and stuff like that. Yeah. So it wasn't too childish, kiddish. You know, the kids yeah. were. But the thing about Ricky was he had, was. An angry, very protective yeah. cousin of of uh, Angela. Angela. Yes. So he, he, as 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 a bystander, has had to deal with the trauma alongside with her because she's lived for up to this point for the past eight years. She's lived in the same house yeah. as like his adoptive sister, and like you said, that makes him like super overprotective as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here's a question I can't answer from the guys from how did this get made? Is that they ask? So what? Eight years later, Angela didn't go to the camp. She just all of a sudden goes to the camp because she immediately is, lives with is, them. Yeah, that is because because I thought about that yesterday. I was like, so not or did you yeah, listen you, to that podcast? Too? I didn't listen to the podcast, but I did think really like funny. on my own. I'm like, you know, Ricky's been going to this camp the past three years. Angela's been in their house the past eight years. Yeah, why isn't she? But which could easily be explained away as I mean, maybe finally Aunt Martha's like. Angela, you need to go with Ricky to camp. You yeah, know? and I don't want to give away the twist. But yeah, no, your physicals. Fine. Now, don't yeah, tell physical. anyone how you no, got them. Do it all. Do it all. Like, like just the yeah, way. It's, just, it's so eerie. It feels like a dream. Like they, whenever she's on. Yeah, especially when they like start. When they finally reveal the twist, it's this very dreamlike mm-hmm. sequence. It it is like a dream. It's very like, you know, surreal fifties pastel type. Surrounding yeah. and then it's it's then they just walk into the actual like eighties setting and stuff yeah. like that. Um which I, aesthetically this it's in the early eighties and the sequels were in the eighties, but aesthetically this is different because usually, you know, whenever decades cross over, sometimes some of the fashions and the styles yeah. cross over too. Well, so they were talking about how in these movies they usually cast adults to play kids. Right. So as adults they're all dressed up like yeah. it's the eighties. With this actually being kids, Felissa Rose was sixteen. Yeah. It was her she first was 13. film. Stephanie, yeah, she was what? She, she was, was thirteen. She had just she turned was 13. thirteen. Yeah, yeah. which is funny because um, uh, Jonathan Tiersten was seventeen. Yeah, like, okay, so, but this yeah. was both of their first films, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, where was I going with? Sorry, that? I, no, 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 no that's you're okay. Fine. No, this is great. Like, I just, I'm, I may, I'm trying to think of make. Oh, so. I'll go. I'll go to all the the stuff before all the killing, um, because like Matt said, without the killing, the parts 
Um, well, oh, you, 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 you were talking about the, you didn't real, you didn't know the part where, um, Angela was eating the candy bar. It's before Ricky and Paul walk in. Angela is yeah, just, yeah. she's just standing there just eating. I don't know why yeah. I'm making motions, but she's <laughs> no just, stand, she's just sitting there eating the candy bar and it's before the bullies go up and start like yeah. pestering her or whatever. Well, the, Bill the, the scene is like, you see Billy going up, they, start asking people if they want to go skinny dipping and mm-hmm. then he goes up to the group of guys he's like how are we gonna go skinny dipping with what eight guys and yeah, only yeah, three girls yeah. and uh they're like why don't we go ask angela and then uh ricky and and paul walk in they and then kenny goes up to her and then basically he's like he's like hey angela why are you so so whacked out or something? Yeah, I don't remember. Why what he are you said. so fucked up? Why are you so <laughs> fucked up? <laughs> yeah. Hey Angela, who am I? Yeah. And he exactly. stiffs him up. And, and then, then that's when Ricky comes up and like Yeah. Which um that's how another one of the coolest counselors is Gene. Yeah. Who which is like is boys totally dorm. like boys yeah. dorm. He's wearing like he's yeah. like this kind of burly dude wearing a crop top. Gene yeah. reminds me of my sister. He reminds me of a Chandler. He looks like okay. a Chandler. Oh, yeah. He looks like uh, Michael Chandler Jr. The, the, the UFC the, fighter? He just signed with UFC. Okay. He looks just like him. Or maybe one of his brothers or something like yeah. that. And that's why I like Gene. Mm-hmm. Gene, yeah. Gene was like, why don't I go tell her? her did he say Ronnie? Yeah, so why don't I go, I go yeah. tell Ronnie? But yeah. Um, so send that, you to an infirmary. Because you were talking about that part. And that's how... Oh, man. I got the burps. Drinking some beer. Because of the beer. Um, but but that's how Frank Saldino... Got the part of Gino mm-hmm. is um, part of his audition was like, go break up this, go act like you're breaking up a fight with like boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's how that kind of worked its way into the movie. Yeah. Like, in I that like Gene. Scene. He's a great character. Too. Yeah. I, I, Another addition to my favorite list of characters. Yeah, All yeah. the counselors except Meg are yeah. really great. Yeah. yeah. Like even the smaller ones. Because yep. I think it comes through because whenever you're a kid at camp and the teenage slash adult counselors like especially young adult counselors, you gravitate towards them because it's like, it's it's not really people much more responsible than the campers are looking after, they're, than the campers mm-hmm. that they're looking after, looking after these kids. So they're a lot more, ah, guys, don't, like, do it. Just don't kill each other. Yeah. Like something right. like that. Or like Gene to where he comes in and he's like, hey, like, knock this shit off. Come yeah. on. I mean, like, as a counselor, like, you're going to look like the guy, like, if you're not going to do anything about it, you're going to look bad sort of thing. Especially yeah, yeah. when Mel's looking right at it. You can see in the shot that Mel's, like, crossing his arms. He's yeah. just watching. While chomping on a cigar. Yeah. Mel being the elderly yeah. dean of yeah, the camp. Exactly. Who's, like, trying to cover up all these, like, make sure the kids, make sure that if the kids and parents find out that all this shit's going on, like, we're going to go out of business or whatever. Yeah, like, he's he's very flippant about, like, when the, fir- when the first person who dies is, is, is the perverted pedophile cook. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he gets boiling water. Like dropped on him, which and both like, time. Let's I, talk we, about his entrance. Yeah. yeah so, oh yeah. Uh, so, the kids are sprinting from the buses because they're so pumped. They're going. Yeah, they're going to yeah. camp, and then the guys in front of four other guys, and he's yeah. like chewing on a little piece of grass, and he's like, "Look at him." Yeah, he's <laughs> like totally being weird and creepy. He's like, "What do you call him? Like something?" Man, he's bald. like, "Where I come from, they call him baldies." Yeah, Robert makes Jones. your water mouth water just looking he's, at he's it. Like, They're too young to know what you have on your mind. He's like, <laughs> "That's Doctor Hibbert from the yeah. Simpsons." But like, but like, you sit there and you're like, "You you guys are not treating this as serious as you." Look, listen to what he's saying. Yeah, it's like okay, 
he just literally said he wants to uh, have sex with a kid. He's, he's like, like four other. He's cooks. like foaming at the mouth at all these underage children running off. And the then bus. like his his like the when we truly see him like about to like do something, it's like um, Ronnie. He's trying he's trying to make Angela feel welcome. He's like, yeah, well, we're to see if we can find well. something yeah. you want to eat. Yeah, he's like, maybe I was we'll like, go I love find Ronnie. some ice cream. Instantly yeah. though, the chef. Just, just yeah, takes her to, the, to go ahead and hit on her. He's like, see anything you like? Yeah. Hello, like, Angela. Maybe there's, Hello something Angela. In, maybe there's something in the walk, and we can go find that you're uh, liking so there. Weird. And it's just, and he starts like undoing his belt, and she's just like his I'll back. I'll show something and, like, you like. Like the like the <laughs> look on her face doesn't Which, change, but she just like starts backing up. The way they filmed that, they filmed um, Felissa Rose's um, reaction separately. Yeah, and when um, Artie, the guy who played Artie, was doing like, oh shit, when he's undoing his belt. There's nobody else in the room. Right. Yeah, but so, they show them together. Right. That's that I, no. I, I saw that same interview and I was like, wait a second. There's, was she they, not with There's them? gotta be a way to where like, okay, we're gonna bring you both in, but we're at the tail end here. You're not gonna do all you're gonna do is stand with your belt in your hand yeah, or whatever. Yeah, but so. then Ricky comes in. What are you doing? Yeah, Ricky yeah. who's all he Thank God Ricky went back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, but because of that, um, we're introduced to the fact that he's a slime ball, so he he gets nicked. He's the first one gone. Yeah, he's the first, first one gone. One, yeah. Which um, I have to fast forward every time just because of how gruesome the visual effects are. Yeah. But like, um but Mel props to Ed French yeah. for creating Which that, one was that? Ed French was the visual effects artist for yeah. um, but yeah. Like Mel and Ronnie. Mel, it's Mel and then Ronnie's like the head like counselor. Yeah. Um and uh Got his own shack. Like yeah, Ronnie's shack. And then the paramedics are like taking him out. And, uh, like the doctor's trying to tell him like, oh man, he's in so much pain and we're going to have to do this and this. And Mel's like, can we speed this along? Like he's so like, he doesn't care like Which what goes the on. The doctor you can tell is not an actor. Cause he's just like, oh, the doctor I, was awful. He's like, I can't imagine the pain he's in. He's like, he's like, oh man. Are, I, uh, are his eyes okay? He's like, it's too early to tell. <laughs> it's like, you uh, suck. <laughs> but like, but it's cool. Cause like the, the locals where they were filming loved that there was a movie being made. So they offered their services anyway. Yeah. So those were actual EMTs and paramedics taking yeah. them out and actual like cop cars and hot and I'm said hospital beds. We don't see <laughs> hospital beds, yeah. uh, ambulances. Like it's actually from the town, but you really, from that part, you really see just how like, Mel doesn't care, and then he's like coercing like Robert Earl Jones's character. He's like, and maybe an extra forty dollars a week. You take the head cook, like way to you know keep quiet, quiet guys. Yeah, like you other guys, fifteen extra bucks. Yeah, like like, where's this money coming from? Like he's 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 trying essentially any of like any thing that happens that could give the camp a bad image. Yeah. Keeps on the down low. Before yes. I forget, Mel. This was Mel's last movie. Yeah, Apparently, yeah. he was sick. Yeah, the guy who yeah. played Mel. Uh, he he was he yeah, he was sick when they were filming. And he he hey, Stephanie. He yeah. passed away not or not long after the movie wrapped. So that's unfortunate because yeah. although he's 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 slime and he's a scumbag, the the actor played it like did a good job. Like Mel's yeah, like really convincing. Um, same Especially thing with later the on. Disgusting me. That character disgusted me. Which yeah. is weird because later on, because like we'll probably touch on Meg. So Judy is like this main mean girl camper, and she has this confidant and friend, and and this counselor Meg, who we mentioned before. Meg was like her influence because yeah. I got the impression that uh, that uh, Judy was more like Angela. When yeah. she the, like the, the year, year before, because yeah. like her, she, Ricky, because when Paul was someone, he's like, "Did you see Judy? Man, he's like motioning like that she grew breasts or whatever." But all that to say, like, 
there was a thing between Meg and Mel. Yeah, yeah. And to where it's like... It was weird. And Me- she was liking it a lot. Yeah, and you can tell, like, towards the beginning of the movie, like, they had they were chummy, but then, like, towards, you know, the middle to end of the they movie... They had a date set up. Like, like she gets, like, the night off, and she's, like, going to Mel. It's like, remember that dinner you promised me? Like, and he's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, what is it with the Sleepaway Camp movies? Because the sequel does... At least the, the third, third one, one does the yeah. same thing. Right, like, like young, attractive it's a, it's female who's attracted to, like... Elderly, gross, old yeah. man. Herman, Herman from Scrooge. He was Scrooge. sixty yeah. something in that movie, and, yeah. and she had to be in her early twenties. She, so she was she, like, 18, I was like, there's got to be some like sort of like, and I hate to use this term, but like daddy issues. There's got to be some it, some sort of lack well, I mean, of I mean, positive male there. influence it, in her I life. Mean, yeah, honestly. I don't think it. Who cares? Because like yeah, she's not the. I'm focal not trying point. to like no. Yeah, yeah. Diagnose think, it because think, she's so a terrible. Weird. It's person, the, the yeah. mo- one of the most outrageous events of the yeah. f- of the of the movie. Oh no, not Meg. Not um, Meg. Because eventually, no, eventually, no, like Meg you. dies as well. Yeah. yeah. Um. But like you mentioned, Judy. Like, um. Apparently, Meg and Judy, like them and Felissa Rose, were like Jumanji. Were, yes, be quiet. <laughs> uh, were like good friends, but that's why it was oh, like yeah, when sure. they throw. There's a scene where they throw Angela in the pool because, or in the lake, in the lake because yeah. Angela, like they through exposition, they reveal Angela um, doesn't shower with everybody. She doesn't go swimming. She doesn't participate in activities. Um, and like this. Like Judy is like really like the Judy and Meg are like they they take this the worst out of everybody, mm-hmm. but apparently they were all friends yeah, and like yeah. really yeah. really like sweet with no, one another. Judy was and, apparently sweet to Felicity, like the Rose. complete opposite. Yeah. Of, yeah. So yeah. when they throw her in the lake, they said that was really hard to do because Felicity Rose was their friend. Yeah, I like that. I thought that was a good acting part, even though like it was outrageous. The music kind of threw off the acting in my. The music is very eerie. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's what that's that, what's great is because slashers at the time were doing like synthesizers, yeah, where they said like a full orchestra. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I I appreciate that part. Yeah, yeah. Though, you know, um, it's, it was a little unsettling. So, the Dave, beginning. you you mentioned a few of them, but your favorite characters, um, because I have them, Matt has them, we yeah. probably oh, have the same ones. But man, you, it's hard. You, you, it was weird. It was weird to me that you mentioned Bill because like. Maybe I'm sorry he got killed by bees. Speaking, um, no, no, no. Of, it's fine that he got killed. He was a jerk. Yeah. What I was gonna say. Speaking of eat shit and die, Ricky eats eat shit and live. Uh, Bill. Yeah. That softball scene. A lot of people say it drags. I, I like it. it. I, I love I like that it scene. because well, it, plus, it builds the but rapport. They kick, they did kick their ass. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it should have been the other way around. In well, my Robert opinion. Hiltzik, like whenever his response to those criticisms is like, "It's camp." Yeah, like that shit well, happens in well, camp. Yeah, no, I like that. Yeah, but I like that, that adds to why I like the scenes without the some of the scenes without the killing in the boys' dorm because it's building the rapport. I like and the, the camaraderie. Yeah, exactly. That they it's building have. that, and it's so Billy, you know you have Gene like when when they're they all jump on Paul after I he bet had five a quote bucks unquote, on you guys. Well, after yeah. he had a quote unquote date with Angela and kissed yeah. her like. He's like, yeah, you too. Like, you go to sleep too, love a boy. And like, everybody <laughs> yeah. jumped on yeah, Paul, and like, Gene jumped on him as well. Like, yeah, yeah. it's just, I was like, I really, really I, like the stuff in the so boys. A lot of them, yeah, a lot of the scenes, they have like, they have a lot of bits in there that make you just smile mm-hmm. that are non horror related. Yeah, that's why. But, it's the, so weird to say when something's a fun slasher. This is what we mean it by it was a being fun a slasher. Fun slasher. Yes. I, the characters are when great. When I say fun, I, I, okay, yeah. The the killings and stuff like that might be a little too much, but you know when you when you watch the movie, it's not just a a full on slasher movie, yeah. you know. But uh, Billy, 
Let's talk about Billy. Yeah, okay. Let's talk about yeah, Billy. Not Billy. Just, I, want, I want to know why you like him so much. Okay, Billy. You have something to say? Peanut sure, gallery? Sure, yeah, you can talk. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Stephanie Yeah, so I'm looking up fun facts for Dave to say in this podcast, but I'm just going to say this one. Oh, from a valid source, Billy and Angela, the actors, actually dated on set. And Billy? It was, it was, you mean uh, Ricky? Sorry. I did... I did Billy, Billy must have been like in his 20s or 30s. Almost. <laughs> Not 30s. I think but... Billy likes girls. <laughs> oh, really? It's, I don't. I mean, well, I, I mean, well, I looked. Okay. I looked him up. I looked up the actor, and uh, he uh, is like a fashion guy now or something. Like he's got his cool. own fashion yeah. business. Yeah, good for him. That's no, cool. no, he's doing really well for himself right now. But, but what yeah, were you saying? Uh, Sorry. No, that's all right. What were you saying, Steph? Okay. I think she got Go Billy ahead, and Ricky mixed up. I did. That's yeah, okay. No, they. Yeah, fun but fact. That Ricky, is a, yeah. Ricky and Angela dated during yes. the season. Yeah, season. Ricky. And that was Felissa Rose's first boyfriend. Oh wow. Even even though you got the two Thank mixed you. up, Thank that was still much. a great drop in because fact. that is a very fun fact, it good piece fun. of trivia. Okay, yeah. Billy was the the guy that got killed by bees. Okay, yeah. yeah and he wore the cool, it's like I got awesome, take a big dump, white and blue Adidas. Is that why yeah. he's your favorite? No, well, I love those shoes, and they're featured on the cover of the of the movie. Yes, That's they true. are. Yeah, and uh, Billy Billy's my favorite because he says my favorite line. He's just cool. Okay, like he makes some crazy facial expressions and stuff like that. I like the part when they are fighting with Ricky in uh-huh. the the first canteen, and yeah. then their counselor. I mean, basically their Gene. I forgot the guy's name. I forgot Jeff. I think his name was. Yeah, there's like there's a Jeff in there. And- yeah. Well, his shirt said Jeff, and I remember Ricky was like, "Can I go down and get some food from Canteen?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, like, "Thanks, dinner Jeff." Was, dinner was shitty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Jeff was their counselor, and uh, Jeff pushed uh, Billy, and Billy's like, "What?" And Billy made this crazy facial expression. You'd have to watch it to find out. But Bi- yeah, Billy, Billy was a hot-headed. Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and. So whatever you're gonna he say, he was a say hot-headed it. New Yorker. Yeah, oh, okay. And he That's, and he yeah. he had anger problems beyond belief because when they turned him down at the canteen, saying that yeah. they didn't want to go skinny dipping, by I mean heaven forbid they wanted didn't want to go skinny dipping yeah. with you guys. He's like, the hell with you then. Yeah. You don't know how to have a good time anyway. Yeah. And um, yeah, he he definitely says he goes eat shit and die, Billy. And then Ricky just got inside his head and. Yeah, I just love how he would get upset with Ricky all the time. But the the other best line is when he, they're like, "We're about to play a softball game with the counselors," and he's like, "All right, I gotta take a wicked yeah, dump yeah. first. And, and then that's when he gets killed by bees. <laughs> I gotta take a wicked dump. Um, but I, you said he's got like these facial expressions and these mannerisms when they're pelting or when they're throwing water balloons, they're on the top of their yeah. dorm roof and they hit Angela with a water balloon and Ricky comes in. He's like, you cocksuckers, I'm going to gaze at you. And he's just he's, got, he's like, what, me? <laughs> and he's, he's like, like trying not to kill, laugh in front of Mel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah Billy, Billy's got to be up there on my favorite. Interesting. He's not my favorite favorite yeah. character. Ronnie's got to be one of my favorite best. Ronnie, Ronnie's yeah. awesome. Ronnie and Gene. And, I think and Ronnie and Ricky. Felissa Rose. Yeah. Anybody that was Angela, nice to Angela. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. And because Which, like be- Paul the two deaths I wish they wouldn't have done was Paul and there's so they pretty much they justify every death. It's everyone who dies that like did Angela wrong somehow. And in these in like a brief moment when they're Getting on the beach. Very dangerously close. After here. 
I know, I know, I know, my limits. You're calculated. I got um, it. But uh, you know, after Angela's thrown in the lake, you know, she's coming up, and there are younger campers there, like kids, like yeah. eight, eight or nine years old, yep. and they're like throwing sand at her. Later on, the killer, you know, kills those kids, and yeah. and even. Even the the director was like, if I could do it again, like I you wouldn't, wouldn't do that. Yeah, because it's just sand. Because all they did was throw sand on her. Yeah. So I think I think um, Paul and those kids were the yeah. two kills that I probably I'd probably give them a pass. Mm-hmm. Even though Paul was caught like yeah. by Angela and Ricky with Judy, just kind of kissing her or whatever. Yeah, because I mean it's it's you know. I won't justify because you know if you you have a quote unquote relationship with someone you don't go and start sure no and, kissing and the that girl was give wrong of him to do that right. but he's very like he's he's a horny the context boy of the movie, or, yeah, yeah he's very horny um, he's a horny boy and he he apologized the horny he boys. didn't <laughs> he had the horny boys he didn't really like it at all yeah um I my favorite characters um I mean we mentioned Ronnie because Ronnie Ronnie and Gene and we keep mentioning them. Um, because they're counselors that you would want to have at summer camp yeah. and they're the, the kids are friends you want to have at summer camp, especially like Paul and Ricky. Yeah. So that's why I'm going to say, yeah, Ronnie, I like, he's, he's super, this is a, this is like, he's kind of goofy looking. Like I said, he's yoked out. He's wearing really short shorts and there's a scene to where like. Mel stops Ricky because all Mel, this killing's right going on. Mel, Mel yeah. thinks Ricky's doing it. Yeah. So like, because he protects Angela, he's like super protective. He he's, thinks he's, Ricky has a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. Um. But like Mel's confronting him, and like Ricky's like you know uh, has he, like he's just answering normally, and like has like a what the hell are you talking about type thing when like Mel starts he's just to, asking him yeah, normal questions. Um, get away yeah. from but me. in the yeah. background, you see Ronnie doing lateral raises, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, I was like, this is a perfect spot to have like that. That's in a, in a parody. Yeah. Movie, <laughs> yeah, like if that's, this were a comedy, like, that's yeah. a punchline right yeah. there. That's got, that, that has to be. I, I have to go ahead and say Ben Stiller is influenced by Ron. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, there's I, I, no I, way. Like he, he, Ben Stiller saw the comedy in mm-hmm. that. Even though in this movie that wasn't intentionally right. funny, Ben Stiller probably watched this and saw the comedy in that. Yeah. There's this. There's this, you know, conversation going on that this dean has all these killings at his camp. He's trying to get to the bottom of it. He thinks it's one of the campers, and he thinks he's talking to the killer. And it's this intensity. And then in the background, you just see Ricky, this yoked out, you know, sweet, like tender-hearted camp counselor, just doing lateral raises <laughs> in an open field. Yeah, like with there's like no the one most else around. Like. I, although I love Ronnie, he wears the most ridiculous things. Yeah. The only it was it wasn't until the end of the movie he's what, wearing like Adidas Kanak. <laughs> like he's the wearing shorts like a jumpsuit. So short. Adidas was like, mentioned a lot in this movie. Yeah, That's not was. why it's my favorite though. Right, guys. he's got right. like these, <laughs> these tight, tight like. Excuse me, we've been drinking a lot of beer tonight. I do These love tight, Candidas. tight like Bug. shirts and stuff. Yeah. It wasn't but, until the end of the movie he's wearing a hoodie and sweatpants. Right, I'm like something but, normal. Ronnie and Gene are great, but. Ricky, I love Ricky. Ricky and Paul, um, awesome. because yeah. like Ricky, he's he is he's he he does have a chip on his shoulder because again he has this shared trauma with Angela, yeah. although he didn't experience her trauma, he's had to live with it. Um, so that's what makes him protected over protective over her. But he's really sweet in how protective he is yeah. because in other movies it's so easy to take the. The, especially if it's, if it's a cousin, take the cousin, oh, who, my weird cousin. Yeah, cousin who's yeah. a vet of the camp yeah. and part and part of the the group who he's is embarrassed. Yeah, well, yeah, the part yeah. of the group who like yeah. 
it like makes fun of Angela is the cousin because like yeah. she's she's ruining my street cred or my rep. But Ricky's super sweet. Yeah. He's super yeah. protective. And Ricky's like, also the cool guy at the camp. Yeah, like yeah. everybody like follows his lead. Everyone knows yeah. who Ricky Kate, is. Like yeah. case in point, we had mentioned it earlier. I'm gonna go back. One of my favorite scenes is like there's all there's all these these groups of people talking and just camping camp at the canteen, which is like the snack bar inside the mess hall. Um, but then like you see like the, uh, the bullies go up and start messing with Angela and stuff like that. But then there's a shot where Ricky and Paul come in and like, like Dave mentioned, Ricky's wearing a very big hat, like cowboy hat just (laughs) randomly, but like, but they just walk in like they own the place. Like they're they're both really cool. I think it could have helped if like Ricky like tipped his hat to Paul and Paul just like saluted. That would have been great. But Ricky's like great. Ricky, like Ricky, he's like you say, he's the cool kid. Not only is he protective of his cousin, and he's really sweet with her. He's also like the cool kid at camp and like really s- like, like smart chill, and like... snarky and chill. And on the other hand, Paul is he he's, he's one of the he's only like number two. Yeah, I mean, he's, Paul, he's cool. Too, yeah, Paul's yeah. really cool. And like he has his moments where you're like, ah, come on, Paul, don't do that. Because the audience is kind of understanding where the angel is going through this stuff. And Paul knows a little bit. But again, Paul is a horny teenage boy and he wants a kiss. He wants to try and feel her up. And like, yeah, I'm not justifying that at all. Yeah, but yeah. I'm just saying within the context of the movie, even though Paul is super sweet and nice and well-meaning, he still can have the, those instances to where like, like he, he rubs Angela the wrong way yeah, in yeah. certain ways. Um, but Paul is really great. You know, all, all of kind of his faults aside here and there, Paul is an awesome character. Paul and Ricky, they're a great one too. Paul yeah. is conflicted. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Judy, Judy got inside of his yeah, head. And they're, they're both great with Angela. Um, and, uh, there's one more per I, you know what? Kenny is a good character too. Is he, is he the guy? What, who was he? Was he wearing the blue oyster? Kenny, hey, the hey blue you. Oyster? He's like talking about the water snakes and stuff like yes, that. Let's, yeah, he, we got to talk about his death. He, he he died. That that was like again. Cre- that was the props, first kid that died. Props to the special effects because they made a body like at least a body like upper cast of like the guy playing Kenny just so they could run a snake going through his mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which that's, he drowned. That's, that's the ingenuity. Or he got drowned. That's that's the thing with these like '80s slasher movies is that they get a lot of shit for like kind of being corny and kind of being very one dimensional in the fact that, Oh, they're just about, you know, violence and, you know, nudity, but people look past the ingenuity that goes into the practical effects of even, even if you're not a fan of like kills, if you're a fan of like creativity, you can be like, okay, that was really creative. And when you look at behind the scenes stuff of the process of all that stuff, then you're like, okay, I don't necessarily, I think it's pretty gruesome, but it's pretty great on how they, they did that. Kenny uh, gets they. <laughs> Kenny gets high with uh, the guy, the only guy in the camp that does Angela wrong. Yeah, that doesn't die. Uh, and um, he was <laughs> he wanted to show Leslie his water snake. Let's just say. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Leslie, what the actress was actually the director's. Girlfriend, girlfriend, or yeah, was it wife, fiance? Become his wife. When, when, um, she became sorry. his wife. Huh? Well, the the original. Oh, yeah, the, the is, girl yeah. in the canoe with Kenny is different than the girl that got out of the lake when Kenny overturned the boat. Because uh-huh. the girl in the canoe in the scene before the boat overturns got sick. 
Which, so there's there's another case <laughs> so, of like yes, the two different people. Like, the director's girlfriend popped up out of the water. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's funny. Speaking of that, there's the scene in the um, like the first canteen or whatever tour. No, the first canteen or whatever to where they um, mess with uh, Angela. They're they're messing with Angela. You get a shot of Judy, and there's like two guys yeah. on either side of Judy. Julie like gives just, a death stare. It's creepy. At Angela, yeah, and they're just talking about whatever, and then it it flashes back to them talking to Angela or whatever. It flashes back and it's two different guys sitting on either side of Judy. Right. And that's kind of like a continuity error slash like kind of a, if this were this, that should be the name of this episode. If this were a comedy, if this were a like, comedy. because if this were a comedy, that that's a great comedic device is like, but it is, you know, Oh, it's two different people. Mm-hmm. But instead it's just, it's just well, two different. I people. will say another, and this leads into one of my other favorite characters. I really like the police officer. I think he does. Officer I think he does. Frank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. funny because another point of comedy is so after the last death, um, so the whole time the police officer shows up like two or three times beforehand and he has a legit mustache. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like a real organic, an organic mustache. Yep. Honest to God, mustache. No, real mustache. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the actor, um, before they shot the final scene, um, they shot it later than everything else. He had taken another movie role and shaved his mustache. So when he's called on um, at the end of the movie in the last, after he, he glued he, his mustache back he, on, they glued on a fake mustache because from his I, original hairy shaved off. Because like they have like he goes into the like there's a counselor who find like the last person they find is Meg essentially that we mm-hmm. see because um, she gets she gets stabbed yeah. in the shower. Um, oh god man. Um, but they go like they hear, they hear a counselor like every essentially like everybody is on high alert because they've all they all are now believing that yeah. there's a murderer and the cops are like all of you go get your camp i'll get your campers because at this point those kid campers were killed and everything like that like uh, on a camp trip or on in their sleeping bags or whatever and uh the which cops meanwhile like, ronnie again is like no mel it's like no this is some accidents yeah, yeah, yeah no, but, yeah, but dude, i remember him swimmer. being a good swimmer. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but the the cop is called, and he's like, "All right, everybody, like, he's like, let's break up and let's, you know, two, you two go this way, you two go this way." But he hears the counselor screaming because she found Meg, and he goes in. Like they show him going in while counselors are kind of gathering in front of the dorm. And then when he walks out, it's a tightened shot on him, and it's clearly he looks like he found grease paint and made a mustache. That's like how <laughs> shitty the fake mustache. No, looks. it was horrible. But like that's another point of comedy. And they because, get a nice like, tight shot on it too. <laughs> because don't zoom like, in if he's got a f- yeah, if it's that bad. That's yeah. what's funny is because you see him with a real mustache. I say the only thing that would make that better is if it were like an Asian guy with a mustache, <laughs> or a, because it's a white cop. But if it were like mm-hmm. a black guy with a mustache, and like nobody brings attention to it, so. Those are some of my favorite characters, of course, Aunt, like Angela and everything like that. Like because you know you just want to give you just want to give Angela a hug and like tell her yeah. everything's okay because she is she's very skittish and people are picking on her. Yeah. Well, and and you know we should Aunt probably. Melissa Rose is our friend, so <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's sweet. Yeah, she's sweet. the number one fan of the Red Cast. Um, <laughs> plus, some something that I'm we okay should probably that. bring up is like the whole time as the viewer you're kind of like is Angela the killer is Ricky the killer because right. he's <clears throat> hold on excuse me obviously dark complected if yeah. they sh- they show the hands of the character mm-hmm. which the hands are actually um uh 
uh, Jonathan, Jonathan Tiersten's hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's part of like Felissa Rose's contract is that she has no association like with the kills at all. Yeah. But like the whole time, that's there's a lot of mysteries that like as an audience member, they do a good job of leading you along. You're like, is Angela the killer? Is Ricky the killer? Are they both the killers? Like, is it kind of a team effort? Mm-hmm. So, and it's also funny because before Judy is killed, you know, she's kind of sitting in her bunk or whatever, and they yeah. like, and the door opens. She's like, who is that? And it's a shot of in the door frame, and it's actually Jonathan Tiersten with a black wig on. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it worked a lot better in the 80s because, mm-hmm. like, oh, it's just a silhouette. But now with like HD, you're like, He's oh, it's totally Jonathan and, like, Tiersten. You could tell, yeah. And yeah, it's like you, a bad I can wig. Definitely, yeah, in HD, yeah, you mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, exactly. Let's, let's talk about Judy. Yeah. Character. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I kind of felt bad for her because there were about a few times where she looked like she was going to burst out crying, especially when he flipped her off after she said, you're just jealous. <laughs> she flips. Yeah. She looked like she was after about to cry. After she kissed Paul and he, like, yeah. and like uh, I'm so frank. Angela like, caught them. Angela yeah. caught them. Ricky saw it. And he's like, you know, you're a real piece of work, Judy. And she's, and he's like, you know, fuck you. And it's like, she's like, fuck you. And he like flips her off. Yeah. And then, yeah, it looks like she's kind of. Trim or you, like quivering a little. Or, you can tell. You can tell between. You can tell she's seeking like approval from people who are older than her, or like right. she hit puberty. You know, as she said, girls mature faster than boys. You can tell that it's a facade. Like totally, she's like not really mm-hmm. this mean girl. She was just she, well. She grew boobs, and then she's like yeah. automatically like too good for Ricky. Right. But like, I think she was jealous of Angela because of all the attention she was getting. Yeah. And even oh, when, even before she got all that attention, she knew Angela was going to be that she saw herself in Angela. That's my theory. That's who yeah, I when, was. When when, yeah. uh, when Ronnie took her into the kitchen, like Meg's like spoiled already. Yeah. Like and they they just take umbrage yeah. of the fact that she is spoiled. I mean, Meg was because, just flat out cynical. Yeah. But it, yeah. And Oh yeah, sorry. This is something else. Uh, but you, but like, um, what else was? It? Hmm. What else? What <laughs> else, dude? Oh uh, no, you said Judy, and then what was I thinking of? I forgot. Well, like Meg was like, yeah, Meg. Said, she she wanted to look cool in front of Meg, and yeah. Meg oh, was not helping was the say. situation. Yeah. I know. What I was gonna say uh, one there of my favorite lines um, is. Um, it's a nickname we used to call you, Dave. Um, she said, "Your carpenter's, carpenter's dream. dream, flat as a board, in need of a screw." So <laughs> that's what we used to call you at Diode. And, and True. She got, and then she got smacked. Yeah. Or no, uh, she was she she got because there is this like really, there's a nice female camp yeah. counselor yeah, who yeah. really is is uh, empathetic and uh, sweet towards uh, Angela. But Leah, uh, like this camp counselor smacks her, and she's like she has like the camp counselor instantly regrets it. She mm. smacks Judy mm, yeah. for saying that. Um, because she's like, that's enough, Judy. And she's like, fuck you. And then she like gets smacked. Yeah. And fuck then, off. Yeah. Rather. And like, um, then it was just funny to me because it, Angela doesn't come over and like, you know, hug the counselor has been nicer. She's I like, go I'm going to I'm gonna go find my cousin. I'll be back after dinner. <laughs> and I was like, thanks I'll for coming. I'll be com- back after dinner. Thanks for comforting her. Thanks for comforting her, Angela. Yeah. I'll um, be back after that's dinner. That's when she got tagged with the balloon by Billy. Yep. They were yep. on the roof. And then Mel's like. I saw the whole business. You could have taken her eye out. Yeah, that's the thing is like when they're running from the from like the the walk in, 
He's like, hey, what are you doing in there? Or he's like, hey, slow down or something like that. Not what's going on. What I are think you he doing? said what's going on. Okay, well. Um, but, yeah, so we said our favorite. Who's your favorite character? Because we, we're going to get to this. Uh, we're, we got to hit this twist real quick because we're getting really, really close. Uh, my favorite character is Artie, the pedophile kitchen worker. No. <laughs> All right, no, <laughs> you're done. Not really. You're done. <laughs> no, no, not really. Um, obviously. I mean, well, Gene, but Ronnie. Yeah, without a Ronnie's doubt, Ronnie's best. my favorite character, and Ricky's great too. Ricky is, and I like Paul too. Favorite. I think Paul, Paul had a momentary lapse of judgment. Mm-hmm. You can tell that he was not committed to yeah. the advances that Judy had, but he's yeah. kind of in a in a. I'm not defending. I'm not defending cheating on your significant other or like Once people again, you're interested he was conflicted. in but like he was conflicted he was a 13 year old kid who yeah, well, is yeah. conflicted 15, he's like whatever whatever she had the, the reputation of being uh quote unquote the hottest girl in the camp yeah exactly so you know there's like a uh, bragging rights there or whatever mm-hmm. but i i don't think paul should have met an untimely yeah. demise so but um, um but ronnie obviously yeah. is my favorite character so speaking of ronnie we're to the twist Thank you for being patient, everybody. I mean, if you've already seen the movie, you know what the twist is. But for those of you that don't know, there we're gonna shoot it. We're gonna shoot it to our pal Ronnie to let you all know what's the twist, what's the deal with Angela. How can it be? Oh my God, she's a boy. That's right. Angela Baker is a boy. It like, is mm. the and she's mem- the killer. Remember her twin brother we mentioned. She Peter. is that twin brother. Yep. Yeah. The the at the Angela, the young Angela, the little girl, yeah. the actual Angela died with the dad. Yeah. Let's do do you have that uh dialogue of uh Desiree Gould when she re- when they reveal it? That's right uh, because they drop into sort of this dream sequence of, of when of when little boy Paul goes to Aunt Martha's. Yeah. And she's like I've always wanted a little girl, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. she's like, I am a doctor, you know, how, you know, you know, so. What I love yeah. about that is, so the counselor is, like I said, like the cop, this is after the, after the police officer comes out with the shocked look on his face and the fake mustache. And then the, the, the nice to Angela female counselor and um, Ronnie, he's like, he is singing and it's up on the shore. Um, like Felissa said, you know, meet me at the, um, meet me at the, um, meet me at the lake after the social. Yeah. Um, like they're at they're at the on the shore of the lake and like she's cradling looks like she's cradling a head um and there's like a naked body next to her yeah. or whatever because she um tantalized paul with the idea of like you know meet me after the social yeah and paul's like oh my god like okay i'll oh, be I'm there about to get some yeah um and she's like cradling a head she's like who's this head angela and then um they have this flashback scene of aunt martha crazy off a rocker aunt martha giving this like monologue to to this child to this child and we're like what's going on like um like she's talking to like, i got it right here the, the kid has bandages on his head yeah. and dave's gonna read it oh maybe not um <coughs> as a welcome home present i bought you such wonderful new clothes i just hope that richard doesn't get jealous that i didn't get him anything oh but then again he's such a dear I'm sure he won't mind. You see, I've always wanted a little girl, but of course when my husband left, oh well, that's all water under the bridge, as I always say, water under the bridge, and then it continues. But then she's like, um, 
She's like, blah, 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 Angela. Angela. Just like the word angel or something like that. It's yeah. like, oh, that's a name. Just like the word angel. And then it, you know, the next shot, like, like this quick transition, like it's because the whole time it's panning around, it's on Aunt Martha and you see the back of a child's head with like yeah. bandages on their head. Mm-hmm. And she's talking, talking, talking. And as it gets closer over like Aunt Martha's soldier sh- shoulder, I'm focused in on who she's talking to. The child has their head down and, you know, as she's saying, I've always wanted a little girl. Um, and like, you know, you know, I've never had a little girl yeah. and it wouldn't make much sense to have two boys around. You start to realize, Oh, sh- oh like, Oh shit. Wait, two and boys. Then, yeah. And then like, she's like, right. Angela or like, uh, she's like, you know, right, you know, Peter. which means angel. Like is, yeah. Isn't that right? Like Peter. Peter. So, I think I was then, saying Paul earlier. <laughs> Peter. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the angel, the actual, yes. Kaiser, yes, Kaiser Soze, um, yeah. but uh, um, Finkel is Einhorn. Um, but uh, yeah. like, what's crazy is like the child head. The child looks up and you see it's a boy, and then instantly, Felissa Rose shoots up and she makes the 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 iconic uh, fate like open yeah. mouth like, <laughs> yeah, like that's what it was yeah muted screaming face and she starts. This, there's like this ungodly demonic yeah, exactly. noise coming yeah. from her. And like right, if you exactly. if you oh if you look up it's anything about Sleepaway Camp. This is the first thing that comes up. Yeah. It's 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 an iconic face that she makes, yes. and, and then that, it starts panning out, and you see a male body with a penis. Yep. Yeah, and uh, very which is small a, which one. is a <laughs> very, very small penis, little weenie, <laughs> yeah. um, a small tiny one. Uh, <laughs> he got ridiculed for it apparently. But uh, that's why he's never come out to say <laughs> it was me. It was, some, it was some. It was college a college scene. kid with because yeah. uh, they made a. Fe- he was apparently drinking a lot before yeah, that scene happened. He was really nervous because they fa- yeah. they made a face mold of yeah. Felissa Rose and made it into a mask with like dental acrylic and yeah. he was wearing that it's not a very good mask but no that's the big reveal is angela she's so skittish she did go through this trauma but she doesn't want to swim she don't want to take her clothes she doesn't do that because she's a boy right. yeah and well and, and she killed everybody well it's not only the trauma that it's it's the trauma of seeing her father or i guess seeing her father and her his her mom sister. Her dad. yeah exactly but it's this forced gender change yeah like that that's in in the mind of a child it's just like you're forced now you are a boy you know you're a boy right i'm going to make you be a girl and Mm. you're going to be a girl like this she's just racked with trauma that yeah yeah, that now that we've revealed the twist we can talk about another thing that messed angela up was there's like an incest scene where like they pan around him. It's really creepy. Yeah. And then like he uh, Peter's like slowly getting ready to. Yeah. Well, like uh, her and Paul are on her. the beach, and like Paul's like feeling her up or whatever, and she's just lying still, and she's having flashbacks, and that's part of the flashback. Yeah. And then that's when Paul like was feeling her up, and then she's like, "No." Yeah. And she runs away. See Peter. that? But that that's yeah, the yes, that's the yeah. subtext though. Is it deals with you know like we said her you know they. Yeah. like they're giggling because they see their dad with his boyfriend or whatever and they deal with you know um transsexual transgender situations stuff like that so like there is that subtext to it which gives it kind of a deeper like a kind of a deeper like more depth yeah and on the subject of the killings um most of the violence in this movie aside from some of the more you know like the bee like the beehive Mm-hmm. kill and, and the boiling water kill a lot of it's kind of left to the imagination like yeah. it's not kind of in your face it's not super bloody super gory where you know that's the case with a lot of these 
first movies that got sequels is that these stand these slashers are meant to be standalone movies they have a purpose they have like a narrative and a story that Mm -hmm. they do want to tell yeah whereas once they get to the sequels now it's okay how much nudity can we throw in there how much violence like there's not much attention paid to Mm -hmm. character development it's just more so we know what the market is now here's what it is and that's what that's Sleepaway Camp definitely does that in terms of actually being like an actual movie where the mm-hmm. director wants to tell a story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as much as I like the sequels, the sequels are pure eighty slasher B horror movie yeah, sequels. Like, like yeah. um like Angela comes back. Pamela Springsteen, Bruce Springsteen's sister, yeah. plays Angela. Yeah. She returns in the in the next two sequels and she's like this More like, like smart Alex. Sound like it doesn't seem like Angela to me. No, so. no. Because, but she, like, not to say that she didn't do good. She yeah. Pamela, the yeah, Springsteen was great, but with like with because she was like real quippy but sadistic and enjoyed yeah. killing, but also tried to and have like, this self righteous really attitude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because but then again, like where I see it is like it's kind of left open ended how Angela ends up because you know. Because part of the twist is not only is she a boy, but yeah. this sweet, mild mannered little girl is also a, a brutal killer. Yeah. Um, like, or she's killed. She's not so much like killer. She's killed people who have wronged her, so she has yeah. that capability. So I think, I think but, it kind of leaves it open for liberties to be taken. But still, I think with how you, how much you like this movie and how much more depth this movie had, with where they took her, I don't know if is more favorable, but. The second one, it's it's a good sequel. Yeah, it's yeah. a fun sequel. It's yeah. it's a very eighties sequel. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, I think I think we have kind of hit everything that we can there, Dave. I don't know if there's anything else that you can think of, but I think again, if you if you've seen the movie, you obviously know all these things. And for the small percentage of you listening who maybe haven't seen the movie, hopefully we. Whether you're a horror person or not, you've gained some sort of appreciation for something yeah. that's seen one way, but you can look at it another way for all these these unique characters. And it's it really it's a really fun movie. Like it's we said great. before, it's great. Yeah. It's especially this time of year. We're doing the five weeks of fright. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it fits perfectly because mm-hmm. that's about when we watch it is around yeah. this time of year, like Halloween, kind of yeah. like that stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, like. When it's one of those slasher films, like you actually kind of like, okay, that character died. You know, I don't really feel bad for that character. Right, sort of right. thing. Not saying it's right that they should have gotten killed, but right. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. Like, hey, you did, you were treating Angela bad, and yeah. she didn't do anything to you guys. And it's like, you know, one of those things where you're yeah. like, eh, I don't care. The hell with you. You were an asshole anyway. Yeah, yeah, but. That was Sleepaway Camp, at least how we see it. Dave, again, thank you. It was it was yeah. too long, but thank you so much for being on again. Stephanie, thank you for handling all of our media. Stephanie, yeah. has, this entire time we've been recording, Stephanie's been up, up and around the room, taking pictures. If there's taking an videos. influx of social media posts, it's because of Stephanie. So thank yeah. you, Stephanie, for what you were doing there. And Dave, thank Power you. Power yes. team. Yes. Yeah. I was just going to say, Count Yuli, I, I, was, oh, I had a real good time hey. hanging out with you the other day. And, uh, you know, I, I think Stephanie has a few friends that might be interested. Just saying. In Count Yuli. In yeah. Count Yuli. Yeah. I will, we will uh, relay the message. That Count Yuli's th- my buddy. That you think that you hung out with him. Very private guy. Uh, but, or uh, vampire, I should say. But uh, we'll, we'll relay the message, and he'll, he'll, he'll answer you next uh, 
Till I answer you next episode. There we go. Uh, so <laughs> tune again, in, Dave. Thank you so much for thank being you. on. Thanks for Very having me. Again, if we'll you hear it. this, Felissa Rose, thank you for yes. thank you so you know, much. taking the time yeah. out Sweetheart. to um, to do that intro for very, us. Very, very sweet um, of you. Thank you. Yeah, I feel like you would have done it even if we didn't pay you forty five. Who cares? Who cares? But cameo is a wonderful thing if you can find people for the right price. Um, but again, this has been the Radcast. We are so excited for what we have for you for the rest of five weeks of fright. Until the next time, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, because why would you be rude when you could be rad? We'll see you next time. This concludes our broadcast day.